and Scarlett, and welcome to our podcast, Kevin. Okay, so for today's, not today's, I don't know why I said today's, our first topic, we're going to talk about social media, how it's taken over our lives, sets unrealistic expectations, and creates self-esteem and body image issues. So, what do you want to talk about first? Social media has taken over our lives? Yeah, because it okay. definitely has well, taken like, over mine. Yeah, same. Like, <laughs> personally all of my time is on social media i've been trying to like get off of it more and really watching my screen time but like it's honestly so hard especially with corona because like your whole entire life is on your phone and then like teachers they're like oh get off your phone get off your phone i'm like do you understand my literal life is on my phone because there's nothing else to do right now literally and even before that like it's just our way of communicating with each other, which is a really weird way of communicating. If you and it kind of sucks. It really does. I feel like but every teenager can relate to the fact that we all hate it, but it's like addicting. It's so addicting. Like people say, it's more addicting than certain drugs. Like it has crazy addiction power. It's made to be addicting. Yeah. Like last year, I was literally addicted to my phone. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. It was a ba- It was bad. Okay. It. And, like, it's not just, like, addicting. It's so unrealistic. Yeah. It's, like, degrading. Like, I'll scroll through um, Instagram and stuff, and I'll see, like, all these girls, and, like, it's just so unrealistic. They're, they're perfect bodies. Yeah. Everything's perfect. And it's edited. Most exactly. of them are edited. It's all fake. It's all, like, unrealistic expectations that you're, like, expected to meet. People are only posting things that they look perfect in or edited perfectly. And even if their life sucks, their social media is just... It makes it look like they have it all, like, together and... They don't. No, obviously not. (laughs) That would be insane. And just, like, the self-esteem and body image issues that comes out of it is just... It's just so bad. Like, honestly, it's so stupid, the fact that, like... People are so, like, pressured to post things that they only look good in and that, like, everyone's going to see and judge and, like... Like, say when I'm scrolling through Instagram and I see someone literally just having fun living their life and being silly, I'm like, yeah, this is what I want to see. Exactly. Like, I don't care what you post. You can post whatever you want. You can edit your photos, but just, like, it just... And everyone judges them no matter what. Like, I can say personally, even I've judged someone, like, for their, like, their post or something, which is so dumb. Like, literally, who cares? Everybody should just live their lives and not care. You can't, like, that's never going to happen, though. No, People are always going to care. Now, like, social media just, like, ramps it up yeah. so high. Oh, my gosh. It's not good. So, another topic that we were thinking about. And it kind of relates to social media, honestly. Yeah, it does is trends like following with trends like the amount of people that spend all of their money on just staying on that week trend is insane like i know i've fallen for it multiple times which is so odd because it like pressures you to not be yourself and you're like like, expressing someone else's like look and And, like things are popular for a reason yeah sure they're cute or they're fun to do and that's fine but like some people only live off trends. Exactly. And then it, like, forces you to be someone that you're not, and then you can't, like, express who you are. Like, people who, like, want to dress a certain way or, like, want to be different, but it's not that trend at the moment, they're going to be judged for it for literally no reason. And some trends are just, like, 
so stupid or dangerous yeah. like some things people do like do you remember a couple years ago like the tide pod trend what was that and it's all just, it's all just for, like it's all just for views and like to get likes and you're literally like li- you're risking your life for a trend i just think that's insane like I, insane. I remember like a few years ago i did the cinnamon challenge oh my god i could never do that <laughs> i did it and i i was coughing forever like i felt so sick it was just not so good. dumb like all just for nothing and like it's trends not... also become like competition yeah it's so competitive yeah because like if you do it in a funny way or a different way than everyone else then like you'll get more views and likes and it's just so or you'll be judged for not going with the trend even yeah. though maybe it's funnier and everybody has like different views on everything but like so competition in general like our generation is so like competitive like, for looks and body type. Like, everything. It's just, it's just a competition. You would need to be better than everyone in order for you to, like, be socially accepted or whatever. Like, I work really hard to be the best that I can be, but I try not to compare myself very often. Yeah. Because, because if I do, I'll get sad. I feel like people forget also that everyone thinks differently. Like, everyone has a different brain. Like, someone... Like, you can't just call someone dumb in general because you could be, like, not the best in one area and then you could be really smart in another. Just because, like, you're not school smart doesn't mean you're not smart. Yeah. It just means you're not the best at, like, academics. If you fail math, you're not a dumb person. Exactly. Math you're just, is just maybe, not your strong Exactly. Suit. Exactly. And people will, like label you as dumb just for that one thing when that's so far from the truth. Oh, that really. <laughs> <laughs> and it also leads to like so much stress. Yeah, like school and looks and everything is just so stressful. Like and how many times have I sent you photos of me crying? It's like, okay. <laughs> We send each other photos of our crime. Yeah. It's just because we do. Exactly. I don't know. But and all the like, time, I'll be like, hey, hey, Bridget, like, what's up? What's going on? Why are you crying? And it's always just stress. stress. I am so stressed out. Just for so many different reasons, like school, looks, everything. Like, people, we have all, teens as a whole have so much pressure on them and, they, and things, like, to do. And I understand, like, adults, like, they have... A, Sometimes their work is harder. Like, they might have more things to do, but, like, we're They're, not developed. We're Like, still our brains learning. aren't as developed. It's a lot to handle, like, Exactly. And, like, I feel like parents don't understand that. Like, they always say to you, like, oh, well, like, I have work and I have kids and I have all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, but you've lived so much longer than me. Like, you have a developed brain and I don't. And I and have yeah, all like this it, stuff to do. It doesn't mean, like, it's easy for them. People, it doesn't matter what age you are, you have problems. Yeah. It's just, a teenager is a lot of growing up issues, which are some of the hardest to deal with. Because yeah. you're figuring out who you are. Exactly. Like, that's so difficult. And then, like, under that stress, I feel like it's different for everyone. Like, some people strive through stress, you know, like, and pressure and stuff. But, like, for a lot of people, I think it's really hard to work under stress, which creates more stress. And then it's just, like, your life is just taken over by stress. And it's not just, like, stress of, like, your everyday things. It's, like... Like, if you're out and, like, people are drinking... Or smoking or something that you don't feel comfortable doing. Exactly. Then it's, like, you're, you're pressured to do it because people are just so judgmental. Like, if I were out with people and they're all drinking and I just don't want to because that's just not my thing. It's such, like, 
a weird pressure, even if they're not saying like, oh, you're not cool if you like don't drink. There's a vibe. There's, there's like, a, <laughs> there's like, and even if they aren't judging you, you still have that like inner feeling that someone's like thinking about the fact that you aren't and that they're being like, oh, like she's so weird. Like she's so boring. And I know like some people, like a lot of people have different strength around it. Like I know it's fairly easy to me for me to just be like, no. Yeah. But like, I feel bad because some people don't have that inner, like, I'm okay if I don't do this. Exactly. Yeah. It's different for everyone. But like, I think a lot of teens just like do a lot of stuff just because their friends are doing it or like anything like that because. Even like just looking, looking like today's beauty standards, like. Which is so stupid because they're all unrealistic. Like, people, like, judge people based off things, but it's like, they were born with it. What do you want them to do? Like, if you have fast metabolism and you want to have abs, you want to be fit, you can obviously work towards that. That's all you. Go ahead. But don't judge someone for not looking like you. Exactly. Like, everyone's born differently, and it's so dumb that people don't realize that. Like... Not like when I see sometimes I'll be scrolling on like Instagram or something and I'll see someone who's so clearly confident in their body, which is like great or like the way that they look. And that's amazing. And then I'll go to the comments and it's all like, oh, you need to lose a little bit of weight or like you're too skinny or like stuff like that. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like this doesn't sound so cringy, but inner beauty. Like like if you are taking a picture and you're confident, you're like, yeah, I do look good. That photo is going to be 10 times better than an edited, trendy, today's beauty standards photo. Exactly. Like, I just don't understand why people feel the need to like tear down your confidence when you're happy about something. Like, what? Because it can take someone so many years just to gain confidence. And then it could take one comment just to tear you down. Honestly, like, people have said things to me and, like, I would never forgotten them. And they would probably forgot it the second they said it. Exactly. But you will like, never forget it. You never know what you're saying to someone. Even if they're like, oh, like, haha, yeah, it's a joke. You just, like, you never go that low to someone to speak about their looks. Because it's something that they can't change. Like, if you're, like, I don't know, maybe you're fighting with someone and you're, like, oh, like, can you not do this? That's fine. But, like, if you just go that low to be, like, oh, you're ugly. Like, what does that do at all? It makes them, or, like, the person saying it feel good and you so bad. It's so horrible. And even if, like, people act like they brush it off, like, people are dealing with so much more in their head than yeah. you ever know. Like, you never know what someone's dealing with at home just by themselves with other people, their relationships. Like, you have no idea. Your last, like... Like, let's say someone's having a really, really, really bad day. You could say something that means so little to you and that's so small and you wouldn't think it meant anything to them because it's just such a small thing. But that could be their breaking point. Like, you have no idea. And, like, people, they do with so much. Teenagers, everyone, has so many different relationships with people. Yeah. There's so many different elements in your life. Especially as, like, a teenager, you're, like, building them. Like, I feel like as an adult, you, like, obviously you still make friends, but you have your set people that, like, will be in your life forever. And then you have your people that you'll meet and, like, they'll come and go. But, like, as teenagers, you're still building the, like, people that are going to be with you for your life. Like, obviously you have your family. And then you have to, like, meet your friends who some will come and go. Some will be, like, your lifetime friends. And, like, you, you have no idea. Like, it's just so difficult. And they can be so damaging. Like, when you make a friend and you guys get really, really close. And then one day, like, they're just gone. 
and that just you can mess up so easily I've messed up it's yeah it happens so easily because one like setting like boundaries and like how you work with the other person sometimes relationships just stop working and there's exactly. no like there's nothing wrong with that yeah and sometimes something really like bad happens and you lose a relationship and it sucks and like, that happens like throughout your whole life yeah. but as a teenager you don't know how to deal with it yet yeah and I feel like like adults and like parents and stuff they think it's like nothing because they're like oh well like you're just like you're just a kid like your relationships are stupid like let's say you get a boyfriend at like 15 right your parents are probably going to be like oh my god this is like a weird like 15 year old relationship like it means nothing to you but it like it means a lot it could be like your first real relationship exactly and like yeah okay so some adults like they get it but nobody's gonna understand nobody's gonna relate to you like I can we can relate to each other fairly well, yeah. Because we're dealing with a lot of the same problems and we're the same age. But like, as much as adult even tries, like they try to be there for you, like yeah. it's gonna be hard because they can't fully and relate. Like, I think another thing that they like have trouble like relating to is, or at least when it comes to my parents, they think like I don't know. My parents like have trouble grasping the fact that generations change, like beauty standards change, like relationships change now. Like, my mom's told me and stuff when she was talking about her, like, her as a kid in high school. Like, they weren't doing the stuff that we're doing now. No, and that's, like, that's always going to change. Exactly. It's always going to change like, the generation. Like, me trying to relate to a six-year-old right now is impossible. Exactly. It just doesn't work. It, like, it's not like, like, I'm not trying to blame adults because how are they supposed to understand? But, like, it's just so difficult when you're going through something, like, in a relationship, like, like, like it stopped working or, like... Doesn't you matter know, if it's a friend or a guy or like it's, or you're it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah, it's it still hurts you, and I feel like parents just like blow it off as something that's stupid because you're younger. Like another thing is like people when you say like oh like I like I'm so sad like he broke my heart or she broke my heart whatever like they just assume it was like a significant other but th- like a heartbreak is a heartbreak it could be your friend it could be literally anyone it could be your parent it could be anyone. And like, if once you like, once someone breaks your heart and hurts you that badly, you can develop like so many mental illnesses and just like, yeah, like there can be any trauma in your life that leads to things or just something you're born with. Like, I don't know, mental illnesses come in so many different forms. Yeah. Like, um, I was doing some research earlier and I found out that like, according to the National Institute of Mental Health, an estimated 49.5% of adolescents had a diagnosed mental disorder. And that's diagnosed. Like, how many aren't exactly. diagnosed? Like, I know a lot of my friends have been like, hey, Scarlett, like, I don't, like, I just feel so off, but, like, I don't want to tell my parents or whatever. And then they just never get, like, tested for anything that they might have, and they just have to live with it. Or never get help. Like, some people are so afraid to admit that they're sad or they have an eating disorder, or they don't like themselves. Like, there's so many things and stigmas around these yeah. problems. Like, I don't, I've never understood why you're going to judge someone for being sad. Exactly. Like, like what? Especially with our generation. Like, if you open up about your feelings or, like, how you've been feeling recently, it's so judged. Like, feelings are, like, now known as being weak. Like, if you talk about how you're feeling, it's like, you are a weak person because you can open up about your feelings. And, like, the worst thing is, have you ever, like, texted someone and you're like, hey, like, I'm feeling really down, can, 
like can we talk or something same yeah Yeah, like oh my god same life is so hard like okay I get life is hard for everyone everyone goes through stuff but it's like I just I really need someone right now instead of just saying same and be like sucks to suck yeah like oh sucks haha yeah like maybe check in on them because if they're reaching out to you and and like being that vulnerable yeah around you like you mean something to them and they obviously want your help because like for me at least it's like it's hard to go to someone for help i think for anyone it's hard to like reach out to someone for help so when someone does that with you like you have to know that you're a special person to them obviously and that like they need help and i've talked about something that really doesn't relate to the other things but definitely does relate to absolutely everything periods yeah honestly like my emotions are 20 times stronger on my period and everybody's different obviously but i think people underestimate like not everybody like some of us that deal with it probably doesn't underestimate it obviously yeah like our like culture of the world Mm -hmm. really underestimates how difficult like you feel tired and depressed and just like you feel so down and and it's it's so painful headaches cramps like I know some people, like, I've known people that when they're on their period, especially day two and stuff, there's no moving. Yeah, you, no, you're not absolutely not. And it is so hard to be in class and focusing when you're in so much pain. And, like, I just, I I feel so tired on my period where it's like, I cannot get out of bed today. There, it's just, sometimes we're forced to do things when we're on our period and people don't understand that we can't do those right now. Yeah, yeah. We, we could push, we could do it. But it would be such a bad result afterwards. Exactly. Like, it's like, I know that I could do something so much better if I'm not on my period than, like, if I could do it on my period. Like, if I'm, if I'm asked to, like, do an assignment while I'm on my period, I'm not going to do it very well. I was actually, like, I don't know what I was doing. I think I was actually scrolling through Instagram and I saw this link and I read this, um, came to, like, an article in the New York Times or something. And it was, like, some people's periods can feel like a heart attack like yeah. the amount of pain can feel yeah. like a heart attack like just like take that in like imagine having to be in class but it feels like you are having a heart attack literally like, like how not the same kind of pain but that amount of like pain. that amount of pain yeah and like that amount of like like it's just so stressful and it's not just like the pain and all the symptoms of it it's just like the culture around you yeah like oh my god so the amount of times that i've like hidden a tampon when I take it out of my bag to go to the bathroom is insane. Like, why is that not normalized? Every single girl has them. Mm-hmm. Like, I am sorry that people are so mature that they can't grasp the fact that girls have periods. And they've always had them. It's it's actually crazy to me because it's not like a new thing. It's not no, a trend. No. It's something that has always happened. And somehow it's still not normalized. Like, I can't openly talk about my period. Like, I have to, like, go talk to my teacher in private if, like, I can't do something or, like, I have really bad cramps or I want an Advil. Like, I can't just, like, the fact that I can't just put up my hand and be, like, I'm in pain. I'm on a period. Can I leave? Like, how? I I just can't grasp it. That's just so absurd. And not just, like, school on your period. Just, like, school in general sometimes, overall. Yeah is just difficult like homework i will never understand i will never understand homework like we go to school for seven hours a day and mm-hmm. somehow well our school more but our school way more somehow we still have homework like how we have like 
an hour and like maybe 30 minutes for each of our classes and like what we're supposed to be doing in that class is still not done and it's like I just find that so crazy like how do we still have homework when we're at school for that long it's just like it takes up our entire day and our like our lives and I understand like a lot of class time can be like a kahoot or a game or something mm-hmm. more light which is good because we need breaks I just think some of the homework, like, when we were doing that, like, exams, yeah, I remember, like, the, like, we, for weeks, you're just, like, cramming, you have no, no and time it's for like, anything else, and I understand that's, like, it teaches you for things that, like, you might have to do in the future and stuff, but, like, we it's sh- really hard to deal with sometimes. Yeah, and, like, I feel like during exam week, this just proves how much, like, time we have taken up from homework. During exam week, I'll get like a text from my friend being like, hey, want to go on a walk or hey, want to do this, blah, Which blah, is blah. great for your mental health. Exactly. But I have to be like, no, I have so much homework or it's like exam week. I can't at all. And like not all teachers, but some teachers will be like, yeah, but just do it. Just deal with it. Like, deal. yeah, like homework's homework. Life is life. Like, okay, but I'm going to develop a mental disorder if you keep making me do this. Um... And we have, we have like, no time to... Okay, so, yeah. Throughout school, like, I'm living a fairly good life right now. It's online. It's weird. We have a lot of time. But sometimes we have no time to enjoy Exactly. And, like, there's so many things that I, like, enjoy doing. And, like, some people could pursue the things that they enjoy doing, like, sports, art, any of that stuff. But they have no time to do it because they're so taken over by school. And it's so hard because, like, some people love math and would love to do that their whole life. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. You can... I just, like, wish we had more time to pursue what we liked in school. Which exactly. Which you get when you're kind of, like, more in, like, older grades, mm-hmm. but still not completely. Because you still have homework. And I understand that, like, when they're coming up in, like, grade school and stuff, you kind of just set in classes because they're, like, oh, you don't know what you want. But mm-hmm. I've never liked certain things. Exactly. And, and I like, know that. By the time you hit, I'd say, grade nine, you know what you're good at. You know what you're not good at. Like, math, science, not my thing. English, like, art, that's my thing. I'm good at that. And, like, I know that. But they, like, underestimate that. Like, I know what I'm good at, okay? And not everybody does, and that's fine. But for the people that do, it's difficult. Exactly. Like, I know exactly what I want to do. And right now, like, taking the courses that are dragging me down is just, like, it's pulling my average down so much. It's making me, like, seem like a failure or whatever even though exactly even though that's not true it's just because i can't take the classes that i know i'm good at another thing is like we get less sleep because of homework and then they expect us to like show up into class fully like energized and like all this stuff but i'm like if i'm up late at night doing my homework how am i supposed to come into class ready and prepared and like i understand like teachers have a lot of stuff to do too like they have to Mm -hmm. plan things for us and that's all fine and dandy but they have more like room to like do kind of what they want like of course they have a curriculum and they have things to do everybody who has a job like they have things to do but they have a little bit more room that's why i love when teachers like give us a project with like a prompt and then like not really guidelines because then you can kind of like put it you can like make your own timetable and you can like make your own time for it to be fair though not everybody works like that some people love like given direct assignments to do 
But that's why school is so hard because just like we said, it's all general. Mm-hmm. There's no individual. Just like we said earlier, like everyone's brains work differently, and like I feel like people don't realize that. Like for me, you know this, my brain works so weirdly, like so weirdly, and like all my teachers, they've never. Or I shouldn't say all my teachers, but some teachers, they've never like taken the time to understand each individual individual student that they have, and I know that's hard to like do. But honestly, like, if the school system's going to work properly, that's what has to be done. Honestly, and that's why so many people, like, fail. And certain people don't get what they deserve in life just because they were bad at math. Exactly. Like, just because you're bad at one thing. And, like, I feel like that brings down your self-esteem also a lot because then you label yourself as, like, a dumb person when you're literally not. You're just not good at one thing. I think our school is better than a lot. Yeah. I think they definitely try a lot harder and it, it's good. That's why a lot of people thrive from our school, but like schools like ours are just like, they're so nice to be at because they take the time to like, you know, give you your own like way of learning. But other schools like public schools that I've been to and like my friend's schools, they're just like, the system is so messed up and like they aren't able to learn properly or like strive in the way that they could and then i know our school isn't perfect but they really do try to do individuality as much as they can until like curriculum and let the ontario school board like stop yeah (laughs) like certain things you like you have to write an essay yeah exactly you You just have to that makes sense it's just like the unnecessary homework and like the like not like branching out so that you can learn in your own way that really bothers me and everybody works on a different timetable, but, like, most teenagers... Yeah, it's, like, like we were also doing research earlier, and it's, like, scientifically proven that the teenager's brain, like, they aren't fully awake until 10 a.m. And then, like, certain people, like, morning people, they work, work, work. Obviously, like, everyone but, like, works differently, but the majority of teenagers, like, they don't wake up until 10 a.m. Like, I know I've walked into class and been, like, oh, my God, I can't. <laughs> and especially, like online school right now it's really difficult i i always kind of done better work in my own space but the actual like motivation to like get on to online school at 8 45 in the morning and it feels like i don't know if this is just me but it feels so optional like i'll wake up and i'm like "Mm, school school no and then i'm like no school (laughs) like it feels like it's an optional thing instead of like i have to whereas at school it's like obviously you have to go and it's just so difficult to get your work done i also don't understand like back to like the like 10 a.m thing and um like when we have to wake up and when we have to start school like just like we were talking about how they don't like take the time to like you know think about how we work like why does school start at 10 a.m i mean at <laughs> at like 8 45 or 8 whatever your time school starts it just doesn't make any sense because like you're not gonna get any like my my morning period classes are so much harder than my afternoon ones and i know it's hard for like a lot of people on like buses yeah because they have to wake up so early especially just at our school like they have to work i mean wake up <laughs> so early yeah and it's great because a lot of things with our school, like, they're small, and they can just, like, kind of sleep on the bus, mm-hmm. but some public school buses, when you get on at 6.30, and it's loud from all these exactly. kids, but I don't know how people do that. Yeah, no, me neither, and, like, I don't even mean, like, the waking up thing, like, I don't think it, well, I mean, obviously it matters when you wake up, but, like, I mean, like, your brain doesn't actually, like, wake up 
and like start to like take in the things around and you process. and like process everything until like 10 a.m or 10 30 or you know just like later in the morning so like I guess it makes sense why you'd have to wake wake up early, but why does school start so early? Because I literally can't in my morning classes. It just doesn't work. Like, another thing is, like, people, when you say, like, oh, like, I, like, I'm so sad. Like, he broke my heart or she broke my heart, whatever. Like, they just assume it was, like, a significant other. But, th- like, a heartbreak is a heartbreak. It could be your friend. It could be literally anyone. It could be your parent. It could be anyone. And, like if once you like once someone breaks your heart and hurts you that badly you can develop like so many mental illnesses and just like yeah like there can be any trauma in your life that leads to things or just something you're born with like i don't know mental illnesses come in so many different forms yeah like um i was doing some research earlier and i found out that like according to the national institute of mental health an estimated 49.5% of adolescents had a diagnosed mental disorder. And that's diagnosed. Like, how many aren't exactly. diagnosed? Like, I know a lot of my friends have been like, hey, Scarlett, like, I don't, like, I just feel so off, but, like, I don't want to tell my parents or whatever. And then they just never get, like, tested for anything that they might have, and they just have to live with it. Or never get help. Like, some people are so afraid to admit that they're sad or they have an eating disorder, or they don't like themselves. Like, there's so many things and stigmas around these problems. Like, I don't... I've never understood why you're going to judge someone for being sad. Exactly. Like, Like, especially with our generation, like, if you open up about your feelings or, like, how you've been feeling recently, it's so judged. Like, feelings are, like, now known as being weak. Like, if you talk about how you're feeling, it's like, you are a weak person because you can open up about your feelings. And, like, the worst thing is, have you ever, like, texted someone and you're like, hey, like, I'm feeling really down, can, like, can we talk or something? Same! Yeah, Yeah, like, oh my god, same. Life is so hard. Like, okay, I get life is hard for everyone. Everyone goes through stuff, but it's like, I just, I really need someone right now. Instead of just saying same and being like, sucks to suck. Yeah, like, oh, sucks, haha, yeah. Like maybe check in on them because exactly. if they're reaching out to you and and like being that vulnerable, yeah, then you, around you, like you mean something to them and they obviously want your help. Well, that was extremely heavy. So, um, jokes, jokes. Yay! Okay, ready? Yeah. What's brown and sticky? <laughs> what a stick! <laughs> I don't find you funny. I'm afraid for the calendar. Why? Its days are numbered. <laughs> okay, you ready? Um, two guys walked into a bar. The okay. third guy ducked. What? What? <laughs> My wife said I should do lunges to stay in shape. That would be a big step forward. <laughs> okay. Um, how do you get a country girl's attention? A tractor. <laughs> what do a tick and the Eiffel Tower have in common? What? They're both parasites. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you call a naughty lamb dressed up as a skeleton for Halloween? I literally couldn't tell you. Bad to the bone. <laughs>
became friends. Yeah, that's quite because a story. Okay. It's honestly pretty interesting. It is kind of interesting. Okay, so um, my mom went to the school that I go to now. Mm-hmm. We go to now, sorry. Um, when she was in grade 10 until she graduated. And when I was in grade 7, I just wasn't doing very good at the school that I was at. Like, it wasn't my way of learning, you know, all that stuff. And my mom just thought it would be best if I went to a boarding school, which is the one that she went to. So she took me there to, like, visit, and I thought it was okay, <laughs> to be honest. I wasn't the biggest fan of it by, like, first sight. and she I really, hated it. Yeah, I hated it. I really <laughs> didn't want to go. Like, that. I don't know. I just, I really didn't want to go there for some reason. I just didn't. I don't know if it was just boarding school in general, if it was the school. I don't know. I didn't want to go. And the first week of school, um, I got there and I wasn't, I don't know how to say this in a nice way. I wasn't the biggest fan of my roommate. She caused a lot of issues for me there. And um, so that just started it off like with a bad impression of the school in general. So then, just a little bit of backstory. Our school is half boarding and half yeah, yeah. day students. So you can kind of choose what you want to yeah. do. Um, so Bridget's a day people, student. I'm a boarder. Yeah. That's, I feel like that was kind of. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So I had some trouble with my roommate, and all this stuff happened. It created, it created like a lot of drama for me. And so right out of the day, like like day right one. first day, first day, I just I had a lot of problems with the school. And so I called my mom, and I'm like, "You need to pick me up right now. Like I can't stay here anymore. I really just I hate it. I hate it so much." And she's like no, like, I can't, you have to give it some time, I promise, it's a great school, I'm like, oh my god, okay, fine, fine, so I stay for, like, a week, and I'm, like, honestly, my mindset was just to get through it, and not, like, I I wasn't, like, I should make friends, I should do all this stuff, I really just wanted to get through it so I could go home, and Bridget introduces herself on the first day of school. (laughs) So before we get to that, I'll talk about how I got to the school. So, I live in the middle of nowhere, as we currently are right now, in the middle of nowhere. Um, So, the options for schools were were very, very, very limited. So, my parents decided to homeschool me up until grade 7. So, I'd never, like, gone to any school, like, other than kindergarten, but no, that doesn't really count. No, it wasn't kindergarten, it was preschool. (laughs) Um, So, I dropped to the school, and I was so scared because I'd never done any school. I was like, I'm going to make no You were there a year before me, though. Yeah. Yeah. I started in grade 7. She started in grade 8. And it was terrifying. And I was really lucky because there was a few really core people that are still my really good friends now that really, like, got me through that first little bit. But because I was so scared and I didn't know how, like, if I would hate it or whatever, I knew how... Scarlett was feeling in a way like not at all I didn't know how she felt for boarding or leaving home but I knew like how this community could easily like disrupt your life and because it's it's really your whole life when you're boarding I don't know but Scarlett definitely does <laughs> so when I saw Scarlett on the first day I saw this girl and I was like I'm gonna make that my friend like she has no choice I was not nice at all because I really just didn't want to make friends I just wanted to get mean. out she I was, was a mean, mean person and I was like <laughs> I'm gonna make this girl no matter what my friend she hated me she I hated her because I got greeted like 
Like she walked up to me, I think I was choosing my uniform for the first day and I was in the locker room and she comes in, she's like, hi, I'm Bridget, like talking in like such like a friendly, open way. And I was just kind of standing there and I was like, hi, like, wow, this girl has a lot of energy. And I was like, where do you live? Where do you come from? Why are you here? What is your age? Yeah. Everything about you. I, I was like, wow, this is a lot. And I basically, she made it her mission mission to be my friend and I made it my mission to stay away from her. So it was quite something. It was like, it was like her chasing me and me trying to run away. Honestly, that was probably, yeah. That's the best way to describe it. Because I, I, I just, was not giving up. This girl nope. was going to be my best friend. And, I, and was, I was like, nope. And my intention, like, I don't, I don't think I'm a... Well, I mean, I, I'm, I can be snappy, but I don't think I'm, like, a full-on mean person. No, no, I didn't no. want to be a mean person to her. I just really didn't. I didn't want any friends. And I really didn't want one that was so energetic. <laughs> so, I don't even know when it kind of switched. I know. So, we went on an out trip. Oh, we yeah, were on so, separate out trips. So, our out trip... The Actually, first... no. Hold on. This is how it started. This is how it started. Yeah, but so, can we explain what an out trip is? The second week of um, the beginning of school every year, the class goes on a five-day camping trip, and the year that she came, it was split into two different camping trips because... Our class was just so big. But before this, um, I made really good friends with a girl from Mexico, and then um, she like became really good friends with another girl, so that kind of caused us to not be as close. And during that time, Bridget was trying to be, like, really good friends with me. And I just kept, like, you know, like, moving away. But then, I was trying to be friends with everyone, but I was yeah. trying especially hard. Yeah. I was, like, I got to a point where I was kind of just, like, this girl isn't going to leave me alone. So I'm going to, like, not, like, be friends with her, but just be friendly. And so, like, I'd be her partner for things. I'd, like, you know, like, we were, like, okay. And then we went on an out trip where we split off and we were kind of upset that we weren't together because she was like the only like friendly face that I knew around. So I was like, okay. <laughs> and then she was stuck with, uh, I mean, I shouldn't say stuck, that's kind of mean. But she was put with- I was put with people who I wasn't as close with. Exactly. I wasn't like, close with Scarlett, but like- we, we were like friendly to each other. We, you know, like we were comfortable with each other. It would have been more enjoyable. It was enjoyable. Still fun. It was just- could so, have been a little bit yeah, better. the two girls that Bridget was with, they were fighting the entire out trip. So Bridget was kind of just, you know, there. Yeah. And I was put with my roommate, who I did not get along with at all, and a bunch of boys. It was just me, her, and the rest of it was boys. So I was obviously very alone there. I mean, I got along with the guys, but it, it just, just wasn't the at same. At night, you have to be in a I have to be alone. Gender. Right? So it's... Yeah, and she, we just, I, as I said, we didn't get along. So that wasn't very fun. So the last night, um, both of our camping, like, both of our groups got to camp together and we got to pick our tents as long as it was all girls, all guys, you know? Um, so obviously me and Bridget, we were like, well, we're going to share a tent. And that's kind of where we got really close because she was like, I'm so done with this out trip. And I was like, me too. And we were just bonding over that. But then we were like, oh my God, this is so fun. Yeah, because we finally got to like be together and like almost in, we went, like we were with like our teachers and stuff, but it yeah. wasn't school. Yeah. Like it was a little, it was so, outside. Yeah, we got to like get to know each other in an environment that wasn't school and like I got to know her as a person better and we were just doing stupid things the entire night you know like torpedo which <laughs> is something that we did in our sleeping bags 
And then, you know, all this stuff. We had a lot of fun. And that's kind of just how we, like, bonded. And honestly, like, if you've ever seen the movie Step Brothers, there's this one scene where they just, like, talk for, like, two minutes and they just become best friends. That is us. Literally exactly what happened. That is exactly. It was, like, what's your favorite, like, movie? What's your, like, favorite this, this, this? And it's, like, we were just, like... It Everything connected was, so well. And what wasn't the same, like, worked perfectly. Like, yeah. our strengths, like, now, thinking, like, I honestly don't even know what I'd do without this. Or, like, we worked so well together. And we're... It's just... Like, ew, this is gonna sound so, like, um, cringy. And, like, like, I feel like this is seven movies all the time. But, like, we're so opposite that it works so perfectly. Like, opposites, like, attract, right? It's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, you're like, what like, you're bad at, like, I'm good at. And then, like, I can do what you're bad at for you, and you can do what I'm bad at for me. Like, for this podcast, for instance, there's so many different elements. Like, we have to write a bunch of things and design a bunch of things. Yeah. I could write. I'm an okay writer. Yeah. But I'm not the best. It's so I'm designing better our if, work. Yeah. And the slideshows. And then and I do all the research and writing. And, stuff. and she does yeah. all the research and writing. Like, we could both do either. Obviously. But we're using our strengths and... To make it the best that we possibly could. And we're kind of making a sick podcast. Yeah. So. Well, it's just because we're amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that's pretty much, like, how we became friends. It went from her hating me and me forcing her like, to be my friend to this. It was one of those things, though, that, like, you, like, could be in, like, a movie, like... Oh, like, enemies to best friends. Like, that's some sort of thing that I feel like people just wouldn't believe happened. But, like, like, genuinely, I was so mean to her because I did not want to be anyone's friend. Well, it worked out. Yeah. So, (laughs) that was our first podcast. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, We we did. more. We definitely enjoyed making it. Yeah. So. We're going to get some ice cream now. We are? Can we? Yeah. Cool. Okay. Okay. Well, Uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Have a good day. (laughs) Night. Whenever you're listening to this, have a good one. (laughs) Bye. Bye.